0: Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hi everyone, this is Natalina. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's such an honor to be here. Today we're going to be speaking with Emily Cook-Harris. Emily founded Empowered in 2010 with the mission of empowering those she trained to tap into their own power through fierce functional workouts, and a positive mindset shift towards what your body can do, not necessarily what it looks like. So today, Emily's going to be talking with us about health and fitness, how to make it a lifestyle and not just a diet, how eating, moving, and living can make you feel like a badass, and how we can say F you to the diet culture and body shaming. But on top of that, Emily and I get into a really great conversation about how she built her business, why it's called Empowered, and the work that she's doing to give back even as a star. So no matter where you are with your startup or with your business, you can still give back. This episode is for anyone, whether you're looking to build a startup or get into health and fitness. We cover a wide range of topics in today's episode with Emily Kokaris. Rise Up For You and enjoy this episode. Emily, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. I always like to start up the interview by letting the audience get to know our guest. So go ahead and tell us about yourself and all the amazing work that you're doing.
1: Well, hello. I am so happy to be here. So thank you so much for having me. I am currently based in Los Angeles. So I am a personal trainer and a fitness coach. Here in LA, I previously lived in New York, so I also feel connected to New York in that way, and you know worked there and trained there. Um, but that is where I am now, and I love being in space. I love connecting with people through movement, and and I'm really also enjoying this move to the West Coast, where it's a little bit sunnier and warmer.
0: <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you got to where you are right now with what you with everything that you're doing.
1: No, absolutely. So, um, well, many, many minutes ago, uh, I grew up as a dancer, and I feel like that was my first connection to movement. Then I went on to study kinesiology, with an emphasis on fitness in college, and sort of merged those worlds of movement and dance, Uh, then in New York, I did personal training, and group fitness, and all things that I really loved, as well as performing as a dancer, and then founded my own company called Empowered, where we really focus on the whole person of fitness, so looking at how are we moving, how can we move better, how can we maybe move more often, or you know, more fiercely in a way that makes you feel good, but also looking at the whole person of uh, I love rise up for you that on the homepage, it is saying empowering women to live their best life in not one, but all areas. And I was like, exactly. Um, And that is how I feel about, about fitness. And when I coach people, it's not just, can we improve the physical? Obviously that's one piece of it, but it's only one piece. It's how can we sort of upgrade and rise up, if you will, your, your entire life of what do I want in career? What do I want in relationships? And from a from a friend, from a, you start with fitness, and then we sort of kind of look at all those other areas from an encouraging place. Um, but that was sort of how... Uh, I how I saw and see fitness and felt like it wasn't necessarily being represented in the space. And so I felt passionate about, you know, creating it. And so that was back in September of 2010 um, was when I founded that.
0: Wow. So I know you mentioned that you do all you know, you did a lot of work um, as a dancer, which is great. I looked at your bio. I, um, I, I do a lot of singing. So it's great to, to meet a fellow performer. But I'd love to know, you know, how did you make that transition? I mean, I'm sure you're still doing a physical movement in regards to dance. But how did you make that decision, you know, as a performer, you know, as a dancer to then get into more of, you know, the health world? You're
1: so intuitive. You knew there was guts there. You just knew it. So (laughs) I had actually I had founded my company in September 2010, and then I actually went on tour with the Music Man. So I toured nationally with a show. I danced. I sang. It was so much fun. And then at the end of that tour, I slipped on stage and I broke my tailbone. And that, if you will, was a you know following a six months of a of a low of a, let me reconnect with who I am, what I love. If I am not only a dancer, who else am I? What else do I love? And I had already invested energy into knowing that this company and training was something that I wanted to do, but dance had sort of taken in that moment, it had taken center stage. So then when that was no longer possible for me, it was really a a universal opportunity where the world was like, here now is the time to focus on this, grow this, put your heart into this because it is also you. Um, and and so I did. I honestly, like sometimes in life we choose to take leaps, and other times <laughs> life kicks us out of the nest and says, "Good luck, fly. You got it." Um, and for me, it was that the latter. That was the moment of making that transition. So then when my body was healed, if you will, and ready to dance again, I didn't want dance in the same way that I did before as a career. I obviously still love dance and I still you know am active in the dance space, but I had found a, a different uh, way in which I could connect to myself, to other people in a way that I actually found for me would allow me to have an even greater impact. And I would say dance led me to, to, to where, where I am. So, I mean, it was like, I just didn't, I didn't want to audition anymore. I mean, who likes to audition, but (laughs) there, there was something there of like, ah, I don't think that's it for me anymore. Um, and, and I'm honestly, I'm so happy that I trusted that moment and stepped forward and, um, you know, and went on that new journey, which has its own (laughs) twists and turns and bumps and falls. Um, But I do feel like it's been the best thing for me in terms of that new road or parallel road, even.
0: You know, one of the things that I really love about your company, and then obviously, you know, I do a lot of research ahead of time. And when I was kind of, you know, looking you up and and all the great things that you're doing. Well, first off, I love that your company has the word "empowered" in it, which is great. Yeah, thank you. yeah exactly. It was it great.
1: from my name because my name is Emily, and people call me M. Um, and to me, it felt like my word. I felt like it made it up. Obviously, it's not a new word, but I felt like it. I took,
0: uh, I had some connection to the word. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I love that you you know you're empowering again through health and fitness and and you know so many more things, but you know, you're really making a positive impact in the company that you're doing. I like to call it a for-purpose company, right? It's like you're, you know, obviously you you have a financial side to it as well, but you're giving back through your company. And I saw that you do a lot of work with youth and young girls, and there's a lot of um, a charity and giving that you do as a company. And I think this is a really important conversation to have, you know, especially as, you know, a woman business owner and all the entrepreneurs out there is, How do we make, you know, a global or, you know, even a communal impact with the companies or the things that we're doing, you know, constantly on a daily basis, really making an impact beyond just the dollars? No,
1: absolutely. I mean, from the very beginning, when I founded Empowered, I just felt like I wondered what I was doing every day to have an impact on the person in front of me that I was working with, but not just that I wanted it to have this impact on the bigger picture of the world, no matter how much money I was making in the beginning, it was, you know, one, literally one client at a time was how the business was built. But wanting to feel like that one hour, those two hours, three hours were also contributing to something greater. So in the very beginning, we donated 10% of our proceeds towards education. We started with care.org. Then we transitioned over to One Girl, which is actually based out of Australia. They're fabulous nonprofit that we supported girls education in Sierra Leone. Um, then we connected with she's the first, which is based in New York city. And I, we still support she's the first. um, but now we've transitioned from the 10% model into the fit week, which is this event that we started where we found that we could make a bigger impact with what you said, community, how can we come together to create change because while we were able to support a lot of students on our own, we are limited on our own. But if we work together, we really, I mean, it it feels cheesy what I'm saying, but we really can make such a bigger impact. Um, and honestly that was how fit week was born. So it is a week of fitness classes in a given city. Uh, we have done it for four years this point it started in new york so in june of 2014 uh, we launched new york city fit week and then we did it 14 15 just in new york then 2016 we added dallas fit week um, and so we've done it in those cities 16 17 um, and then looking at fit week for this year it's going to be in the fall returning to our september of back to school theme and it's we talk to studios and instructors to host classes, and the proceeds go towards education. Um, and we've incorporated both that international piece of girls' education on the on the global level of, if you look at the bigger picture, there's a lot of places where there's immense gender equality when it comes to who is able to attend schools. Of, if there's limited resources, not everyone is going. And so oftentimes, brother and a sister, the brother is going, sister is not. Um, and so... It's really important to us that we try and level the playing field wherever possible. And so supporting girls' education around the world through She's the First is one arm of Fit Week. And then the other arm is looking at local organizations local communities um we've supported the donors choose organization which donorschoose.org if you've not heard of it before look it up it's an awesome organization based in the states but where public school teachers can upload projects from their classrooms of hey we're a third grade reading class and we only have 10 books and you're like wait how is that possible like you you don't have books um and so you can literally connect Directly with these teachers and support their initiatives to get these schools what they need. Um, And so we've worked with them the past two years to support local New York City schools and classrooms. Um, And so that I feel like is truly at the heart of Empowered is following that core value of what you said a for profit, no, you didn't say, what did you say, a for profit?
0: For purpose.
1: For purpose. Exactly. We are, that is exactly it. We are, well, yes, it is technically a business, but we are a for purpose. Absolutely. So really at the core DNA is we want to help those in front of us. And I believe that if you keep this perspective of really working together and making it mean more and, you know, uh, ripple out more and work together in that capacity. I mean, I, we've seen with FitWeek, we've done it four years now and we've raised, I believe, over $21,000. I mean, in total, right? But this is a grassroots movement and that is more than we would have been able to donate on our own. Um, and so it really, to me, is the power of community.
0: How do we... So this is a really great topic and I love it. And, you know, I oftentimes hear... Let's say people that are starting off just building their company or uh, maybe they don't run a company, maybe they're just at home and they say, well, you know, I can't afford to give back right now or I can't afford to make an impact or, or, you know, go beyond just my own personal self or my own home or my own family. I can't afford to give back or to contribute. And, you know, my response is there's always a way. It, it could be time. It could be energy. It doesn't have to be the dollar. But, you know, what are some, uh, you know, I guess tips or advice that you have for, for smaller companies that are just starting that are like, hey, we're, we're just barely making anything right now. We can't, you know, we can't give back. You know, what are some things that you can, I guess, suggest to them so that they are starting to make a, a contribution, even if it's not financial?
1: No, absolutely. And I would say we've seen this for ourselves as well as for companies and brands that we've worked with is you said it, skill, look at, is there a skill that you have you can offer or is there a product that you can donate or a service uh, or a space that you can donate to another cause? So I feel like step one is look at what are the what are the the causes or the things that light you up that you want to help? Like, for me, education has always been something that I feel like is is paramount for the, you know, the growth of an individual. And it's like, if you can at least have that, then we can go forth in the world and and do things. Um, So it was like, okay, I know that's the realm I want to help in. Cool. So then looking at, if you are an individual, like you said, is there a skill or something that you could offer to an organization? Perhaps you have, uh, I don't like the word context, but perhaps you have uh, friends or individuals who maybe you can be a connector, So maybe you don't have the resources, but you're like, oh, you know what? But my friend, they have a space. They may be interested in being involved. So I think it's looking at your community of people and seeing who else might be able to be a part of that cause or that mission. And I think if you are a company, if you're a business, do you have a product? So we've done many raffles at our fitness classes. And I think my favorite thing about Fit Week is that we We tell studios, we tell brands, we tell, we just want this to be a small ask from each individual studio or brand so that each company is doing very little, but together we can do a lot so that it's not... A big ask from any one person, um, but really, it's a collective effort. And so, we've had many small companies who, uh, let's say, they make bags, or they make smoothies, or they make um, anything where they may be still getting off the ground. So they may not have money to donate, but they have things. So we had, you know, a company donate one bag to the raffle, but that raffle, you know, raised us an extra thousand dollars. So that one bag was able to be amplified um or like i say in that capacity looking at what can you give that is small or what can you connect or what sort of skill do you also think could be brought to the table because in my experience all are incredibly valuable and all are needed literally big and small they are all needed
0: Emily, thank you so much for your time. I really support your company and I love the mission behind it and all the thought and purpose that you have going into it. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and start off by asking you what's one book that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us?
1: I feel like if you've never read The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, that for me was a big, important book and really going after your dreams. Most recently, I read The Crossroads of Should and Must, which by El Luna, which I'd say is my second, first read The Alchemist, get on the journey, and then read, which is a very short book, The Crossroads of Should and Must. It's got beautiful pictures, but it is that asking yourself, am I doing this because I feel like I should, or am I digging deeper and really going after the things that are a must? for me so that was a big one for me
0: and what's one value that you've always stuck by throughout your journey that's a non-negotiable for you
1: so many Uh, I thought about this one for a while actually I, I would say that the dream is worth it that like hard work for something that you love is worth it and it will pay off it may not pay off how you think it will or how you expect it to but it will probably pay off better but it's like hard work for what you love is always a good
0: idea and, you know, if you could only leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. Emily, what would that be?
1: Just do the thing. Like, I think the world around us sometimes makes us doubt and feel like what we want isn't possible or like it's not going to happen for us or that we don't have what it takes. And I feel like you will learn the most about yourself if you just Go for it. Find what you love and go for it. That would be my, if I could tell everyone in the world, find what you love, go for it. Find what you love, go for it.
0: And lastly, as you know, we're Rise Up For You. That's the company, that's the podcast. You know, what comes to your mind when you hear this phrase, Rise Up For You? To me, it's
1: paving your own way and creating your life on your own terms. So in the health fitness space, I mean, it's taking time, for yourself, right? It might be 10 minutes to move through a yoga flow or it doesn't have to be a lot of time, but I think making time for yourself, doing things for yourself that are going to build you up. But I think in the bigger picture of your life, yeah, it's claiming your space and actually going after the things that matter to you, rising up for you, making choices for you and really going for it.
0: Emily, again, thank you so, so much for your time. Such an honor to have you and really appreciate the value and the knowledge that you were able to share with us today. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support you?
1: I would love to connect with anyone on Instagram. Uh, My Instagram handle is em cook harris or you can also follow empowered nyc underscore la um but those i'd say are the main places you can also visit the website EmpoweredNYC.com, and there will be more updates there as well as fit as we roll out sort of we have exciting new updates about fit week i'm not spilling the beans yet but fit and we will be expanding to other cities so stay tuned
0: Wonderful. Thank you again so much for joining us today, Emily. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. And you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, there's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.